You're listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of your life. Now let us take some time to prepare our hearts and minds for reflection. reading for Friday, June 8th, 2018, is from 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Carla Works, a professor of New Testament at Wesley Theological Seminary in Washington, D.C., thinks Paul, in this reading, is communicating a confidence in God's power. She writes, God demonstrates God's power by choosing mere mortals to bear witness to divine glory. With so great a God working among the Corinthians, there is no need to allow the sufferings of the present age to deter them from testifying to God's new creation. God's power, working to form a new creation, is something to think about as you journey through your day. What other thoughts capture your attention as you listen? Let us listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13 through chapter 5, verse 1. But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed and so I spoke, we also believe and so we speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus, and will bring us with you into his presence. Yes, everything is for your sake, so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed... We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Summer in New York City can be sweltering, hotter than most people would imagine. A landscape of concrete and windows is designed to absorb and reflect heat, even if the architects didn't intend it. The longer you walk around the city, the more it takes a toll on your body, often leaving you dehydrated and desiring a cool place for your feet to rest. The summer heat 
was one of the reasons Peggy and I enjoyed Washington Square Park so much. Even in the darker days of New York City, Washington Square had green space, trees to shelter you from the direct sun, and in the center of the park was a large water fountain. We were always drawn to the fountain like it was some remote desert oasis and we were on the verge of dying. Sitting on the edge, we could remove our shoes and soak our feet in the water. The water provided needed relief to our body, which felt like it was melting away. The buildings and architecture surrounding the park bore witness to the ingenuity of the human mind. The fountain revealed something more primal, the need for unseen things. The fountain was like a watering hole in the middle of the Serengeti Plain, the kind of place when, filled with water, draws all sorts of different animals. Unseen desires and needs bring most animals to water when overheated. The water fountain in Washington Square drew the most incredibly diverse crowd. Tourists from all over the world would gather there to relax. Neighborhood children would jump and splash in the waters of the fountain. Performers would set up a makeshift stage wherever they might find room and would perform. In the corner of the park, deep in the shade of the trees, old men sat playing chess or reading the newspaper. The park was a hundred-ring circus of activity. So whenever Peggy and I would go, our attention would turn to people watching. We could spend hours just watching, in absolute fascination, the lives of people we did not know. As we watched people, we used to make up stories about their unseen life. Regardless of nationality, economic level, gender, or whatever category you could name, there were common experiences visible to even strangers. However, if you thought about it, each person had a hidden, unseen life. It always made me realize how much of our lives are invisible to the outside world. Washington Square Park gave people a public place to find a physical relief from the heat. All of that was visible, even to people not paying attention to the more profound things. However, it also made me wonder, where do people go to find relief from the unseen things, which wear on the soul? And do they know they need it? When have you needed relief from an unseen physical condition? How often do you think of your spirit as having unseen needs? And where do you go to tend to your spiritual needs? I invite you to place your unseen needs into God's hands now.
Let us listen one more time to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed and so I spoke, we also believe and so we speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us with you into his presence. Yes, everything is for your sake, so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Let us pray. God of hope, you try to turn our attention away from our failings to see the abundant life you provide. Teach us not to accept evil, but to accept there is a bigger thing going on than we can see. You have more than the words of eternal life. You are the source of life, and it is you who continually and freely pour out that life upon us. In your name we pray. Amen. And now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. And may this almighty God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, bless you now and forever. Amen.